Hi, I'm Gabby, the Happy Holiday Girl. Who says you have to wait until certain times of the year to get to celebrate? When every day's a holiday, we can combat stress and have more opportunities to have fun with our friends and family. Come celebrate with me, and together we can live a holiday life. Hey, what's going on, holiday lifers? It's your girl, Gabby, and I love to welcome you to the Happy Holiday Life podcast. Today is Sesame Street Day. 51 years ago today, the iconic children's show first wowed audiences with culturally relevant topics, cute monster puppets, and most importantly, learning. With more than 4,500 episodes, over 150 Emmys, and in more than 120 countries worldwide, Sesame Street has been a major force in children's educational entertainment and has laid a foundation for educational programming that has changed how families view TV content forever. And so today, we celebrate Sesame Street's achievements. Stay tuned. During a dinner party in 1966, a simple question was asked to a New York City television producer, and mentalfloss.com has the question as this, do you think television can teach anything? And that question alone birthed what would soon become Sesame Street. Wikipedia says, when producers were first toying around with the idea of creating a new television series, their intention was to quote, master the addictive qualities of television and do something good with them. Before the concept of educational television was around, critic Peter Hellman said, if children could recite Budweiser jingles from TV, why not give them a program that would teach the ABCs and simple number concepts? The hopes with Sesame Street was to help share the enjoyment of learning with the show's viewers, little kids, who would in turn help encourage the adults and older siblings in their lives to enjoy learning as well. The show masterfully made sure to tailor entertainment bits toward adults too, to ensure the whole family would watch. Wikipedia.com says show creators, quote, also believed cultural references and guest appearances by celebrities would encourage parents and older siblings to watch the show together. According to mentalfloss.com, as of 2009, over 400 celebrities have been on the show, and that article is over a decade old, so I'm sure the monsters of Sesame Street have probably added many more celebrities to the list since then. And as far as the who's who on Sesame Street, the variety of celebrities who have been aboard ranges from many demographics. And now it's time for the quiz of the day. Which of these celebrities was the first to appear on Sesame Street? Was it A, Julie Andrews? B, James Earl Jones? C, Carol Burnett? Or D, Tom Hanks? This is actually a bit of a trick question. Many websites state that the answer is B, James Earl Jones. But actually, the first celebrity seen from episode one is Carol Burnett, who says, wow, Wanda the Witch is weird. As part of the letter W segment, Sesame Street's first letter of the day. As for James Earl Jones, in the second ever episode of Sesame Street, Jones appears teaching children the alphabet and their numbers. And if you watch the episode, you'll see him speaking very deliberately and slowly, something that after Jones' appearance was dubbed the James Earl Jones effect. According to JasonTomagi.com, what the team found was that children would readily take up the invitation to join in as James Earl Jones recited the alphabet and on first watch would say the letters along with him. But as children got more familiar with the segment and the alphabet, they would say the letters before James Earl Jones could. So it was clear that the segment did its job and children were learning the alphabet. But what also came from that is that children love knowing what's happening and they love getting in there first and getting it right. So Sesame Street was accomplishing its goal of getting children to engage and interact with the learning process. 
I think some of what Sesame Street did with the James Earl Jones effect was probably along the lines of replicating what Mr. Rogers was doing at the same time with his show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, which aired one year before Sesame Street began. And another thing that Sesame Street has done well is make their characters lovable, educational and entertaining all at the same time. I mean, who doesn't know Big Bird, Cookie Monster and Elmo, The Cow, Ernie and Bert, and Oscar the Grouch? Characters that not only teach us about letters, words, and numbers, but teach valuable character building skills like being unafraid to try new things, appreciating other cultures, and being a kind person. Things that I think societies everywhere could appreciate. What's also pretty cool about how the show was crafted is that Wikipedia says the focus on the new show was on children from disadvantaged backgrounds, but it had to be equally accessible to children of all socioeconomic and ethnic backgrounds. They wanted to make a show so appealing to inner city children that would help them learn as much as children with more educational opportunities. The aim of Sesame Street was to try to bridge a knowledge gap that children in lower income families could be experiencing. Wikipedia goes on to say that as of its 50th anniversary in 2019, Sesame Street has produced over 4,500 episodes, 35 TV specials, 200 home videos, and 180 albums. Its YouTube channel had almost 5 million subscribers, and the show had 24 million followers on social media, all numbers that have undoubtedly grown in the last year. And now it's time for our activity of the day. Google your favorite celebrities and see if they were on Sesame Street. Then go to YouTube or Netflix and watch their episode. With so many amazing celebrities on the show like singer Jason Derulo, Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live, and Beyonce, there's always a cute segment to watch. So what do you think? Was Sesame Street one of your go-to shows as a child as well? Head on over to happyholidaylife.com to leave me a voice message of how you celebrated today. You might hear yourself on a future episode. When you're there, you'll also have the opportunity to join Club Holiday. There you can sign up to receive a free monthly calendar full of fun activities for every day. If you like my podcast, please be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast from. You can follow me on social media by using at a holiday life on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and at the happy holiday life on Instagram. Keep celebrating the holidays, stay safe, and live a holiday life. I'll talk to you tomorrow.